Welcome to the Ember Podcast. We're so glad that you've joined us today as we gather together to wrestle with the ways that these ancient texts collide with our everyday lives as 21st century people. Using art, music, and the world around us as our guide, we hope to breathe new life into these texts and that our conversations spark as much curiosity and creativity for you as they do for us. Hi, I'm Jeremy Grafe, and I'm one of the leaders at Ember Faith Community. Hi, I'm Allison Spooner, and I'm the pastor at Faith Emmanuel and Hope Presbyterian Churches. Hi, I'm Kelsey Wallace, and I'm a PhD candidate at Drew University. For this season of the Ember Podcast, we're talking about the book of Revelation. Whether you're a Christian or not, we hope you'll join us in exploring how the apocalyptic poetry in the book of Revelation challenges power structures, helps us to look at the way we use power, and invites us to resist oppression. This is especially relevant for Christians who are called to witness to God's grace, but we hope the Ember Podcast can help spark meaningful conversations for people who have other beliefs as well. Thanks for tuning in. After this, I heard what seemed to be the loud voice of a great multitude in heaven saying, Hallelujah, salvation and glory and power to our God, for his judgments are true and just. For he has judged the great whore who corrupted the earth with her fornication, and he has avenged on her the blood of his servants. Once more they said, Hallelujah, the smoke goes up from her forever and ever. And the twenty-four elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshipped God who is seated on the throne, saying, Amen, Hallelujah. And from the throne came a voice saying, Praise our God, all you his servants, and all who fear him, small and great. Then I heard what seemed to be the voice of a great multitude, like the sound of many waters, and like the sound of a mighty thunder peals, crying out, Hallelujah, for the Lord our God the Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and exult and give him the glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. To her it has been granted to be clothed with fine linen, bright and pure. So coming off of the violence in chapter 18, this chapter, chapter 19, opens with a song of worship and praise, which to me always kind of strikes as a jarring juxtaposition. We're kind of embroiled in this like ugly, nasty image of a city or an empire overthrown and kind of what's left in the wake of that. And now here we are singing glory, hallelujah to God. Um, And it always kind of catches me off guard. Yeah, it seems out of place or inappropriate even. Yeah, we're singing over the smoldering wreckage of Babylon. (laughs) Right. And it's not like a lament either. It's a hallelujah, like we're happy. and It it is jarring. I think it's jarring on purpose. Yeah, verse 3, hallelujah, the smoke goes up from her forever and ever. And and right before, we have a celebration that's talking about how God's judgments are true and just. So I think what's really interesting about that and what came out when we were meeting and talking about Revelation 19 was this idea that it's not so much God's followers that are being called to enact the judgment. That's God's sole provision. I mean, it's God that's enacting the judgment, not people. So the thing that's happening here is we're really only called to witness and worship. And that's a very different thing than go forth and make destruction upon thine enemies, which is sometimes how Revelation 
has been interpreted. And that's really problematic. I think that's possibly the biggest thing that is missed in most of the pop culture references to Revelation. A lot of times it's read in book series and TV shows as this call to arms, like go out and be God's army. But this is very clear. We are not to be God's army. We are to witness to kind of the transformative power of God in our lives. We're not supposed to be the ones trying to do the transforming in that violent kind of way. Yeah. It's really interesting that we we get this through this war imagery because, you know, as as you were saying, we're not called we're not called to violence through this text, but there's this sense that um God's recreation and God's transformative power can sometimes be painful and destructive. Um which I think is meant to give encouragement for people who are in the midst of chaos that hey there's a bigger picture of what's happening here or at the very least it's disruptive i mean here again we have another image of a sword coming from jesus mouth and i mean thinking about the poetics of revelation like this this seems really symbolic to me of um, the way god's word is really convicting it's really convicting and it's and that is the the source of power that's the that's the weapon for lack of a better word it's not a literal weapon it's this prophetic word and it's not our prophetic word it's not the sort of our mouths it's the sort of the christ's mouth and that might seem like splitting hairs but it's a difference like our witness is meant to do things and 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 speak to the kingdom in this world but it's not the thing that's going to make the big things happen I'm also kind of struck by um, John's reaction where he falls down to worship the angel. And I think about kind of the great leaders of the church in our time and the people whose witness kind of shakes us into awareness and shakes us to our cores that we immediately see something of God in them and want to chase it down. And I And I'm kind of reminded that even in the midst of this triumphant moment, like we're, we humans still miss it. Like we still try to worship the wrong thing. We still try to kind of give our allegiance over to something that is God-like, but isn't God. Right. We're, we've moved to see God in a new way through someone else. It's, we get confused. <laughs> yeah. Idolatry is so easy to fall into. Speaking of allegiances, I, in these two chapters, 18 and 19, that we've been working through, we see two women who are personified. One is the Whore of Babylon. The other is this bride who has made herself ready and is clothed in fine linen, bright and pure. And what struck me about that, um, there's, you know, we could talk about women tropes that's important too but I feel like they're being paralleled because they're both women personified um and so that to me asks the question you know to which one do you belong um is your allegiance to Babylon is your allegiance to the church personified as a woman um which really is is a deeper question, that question of belonging. It It's reminiscent of the Heidelberg Catechism, which is this uh, 
which is this um, confession that was written around the time of the Reformation, sort of a compromise between the Reformed faith and the Lutheran faith. And it starts by saying, what is your only comfort in life and in death? That I belong both body and soul in life and in death, not to myself, but to my faithful Savior, Jesus Christ. Which I think that idea of belonging, it carries throughout all of Revelation. You know, who belongs to the Lamb, who is part of that um, and that, to me, is a question of allegiance. So there's an invitation in this for us to think deeply about where we belong, to whom do we belong, where is our allegiance? Where, do, where does our identity come from? Where does it lie? What is the content of what makes us who we are? Are our ultimate allegiances to worldly goods, worldly pursuits, or are they more toward advancing the kingdom of Christ? As we work through this text, we want to make sure that we are also in conversation with you, our listeners. So we invite you to reach out to us with questions, comments, and we'll be addressing these as we go on in subsequent podcasts. You can send your questions to emberfaithcommunity@gmail.com. Hope to hear from you. The Ember Podcast is a production of Ember Faith Community. Your hosts are Jeremy Grafe, Allison Spooner, and Kelsey Wallace. Music written and performed by Subaltern Project. All rights reserved, 2017.